Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. As always, I'm your host, Biebs, joined by my co-host, Chen. Uh, we're here reacting to Divisional Round Weekend, the worst weekend on the calendar. Let me tell you all about it. Um, <laughs> there, There is not a more heartbreaking weekend, in my opinion, than Divisional Week. Than divisional week. I, 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 I really don't know how to handle myself at this point. But I'll pass the floor off to Chen before we dive into any football, before we do anything. Uh, Chen. How you doing today? Oh, you know, no, I'm I'm doing great. <laughs> Honestly, like I know you you have a very uh downtrodden approach to this, and I might be the uh the voice of positivity today. Good. I know sometimes Good. I'm not I always I even said on last week's pod in the sense of I might be putting on the clown nose today. I know the Packers lost. I know honestly our teams that we wanted to really advance didn't make it. But I saw a lot of good things, and um, I'm really honestly excited just to jump right into it. Um, I believe the first game on the docket was Texans-Ravens, which might have the least amount to talk about, but it definitely is worth touching on. I'm curious your thoughts of just – to me, the Ravens look legit. Um, defensively, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I might be underestimating how much star power is on that team. Um, just the defense performance was insane, and the fact the Ravens – are such a run-heavy team and we're still able – I mean, when you're running the ball a lot, that clock should drain out. And the way the Ravens play, I, I know they can get into the 30 points or whatever, but the game script, uh, just Lamar was in his zone. It, it felt like a perfect performance. I get it wasn't a Texan or Chiefs or Bills. It was Texans, but um, I think they're legit. And I'm just curious your takeaways of the game. Uh, Yeah, I, I think – for, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, when the Packers lost later that night, my immediate response was, I don't think we were beating the Ravens anyways. So, yeah, uh, yeah. the Ravens, that's what I learned this weekend. The Ravens are a step ahead of, a step ahead of literally everybody left. Uh, not to mention, not to say they can't lose. Anything can always happen, right? It's the NFL. Yeah, any Sunday, man. Right? People said the same thing about the 07 Patriots, right? Mm -hmm. um, but all that to say, like, my concern for the Ravens is the same as it always is. And that is that they're a play away from Lamar just dinging his hammy, dinging something on a run that he, and yeah. when it's very much like 20, the bills have evolved this year and we'll get to that. But two, three years ago when it was like, they got everywhere they went to on Josh Allen hero ball uh, offensively, it feels like that with Lamar. And that is not a knock on Lamar. Okay, like oh, a lot yeah. of people, there's a lot of discourse around Lamar Jackson on Twitter and whatnot. I don't really understand that because to me, I, he's well established as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He won an MVP. Now he's probably going to win his second MVP, which I think is a weak MVP, little Mickey Mouse into it if you look at his numbers. But regardless, uh, that's not his fault that nobody else was better than him. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I think that this was his best playoff performance of his entire career started to silence some of the conversation about him being a poor playoff performer, which does have some merit in my opinion. It does. Agreed. Um, but it was good to see them. They're, they're clicking on all cylinders that Roquan Smith, Roquan Smith trade looking better and better every single day. Oh, for sure. I mean, defensively outstanding. I'm glad you brought up the playoff performer Lamar, because I think if they lost this game, we're going the other way. Like it's Lamar, you and know, that's why, yeah. and that's why I was impressed. That 10, 10 and a half time. 
Yeah, I mean, you know it was, and like, they come out and just you know look like a different team, <laughs> right? And the big part of that for me is Lamar is dealing right now. Like we know we can run. I mean, he beat, but in my opinion, like he beat the running back allegations probably a year or so ago. But now it's very clear that. When he runs, it, it, I'm not saying every time it's necessary, but it's more like he runs when he needs to. Like, there's yes. a lot of moments where it's like, geez, like, he'd be mid-run, but he's always scanning downfield. And they're not even that – like, I love Zay Flowers, um, but, like, Mark Andrews was not healthy for this game. Odell has been pretty much a wide receiver three all year with Nelson Aguilar. Like, that's not the – blow you know the roof off the building type of receiving core let me but let they me, looked very push. well Lamar had a couple of incompletions the whole day like his his accuracy was I think unfairly knocked on him coming out of college because of the fact of the Michael Vick comparisons and that's like the only thing you can knock on Michael Vick he's got all the arm talent the speed but his accuracy is an issue Lamar kind of seems like he's got the touch and the accuracy and that's a very scary thing because going long term, the way this Ravens team is built, I don't know, man. I'd have to look at their salary cap next year, but they're like another receiver away from. I mean, we talked about the old seven Patriots. Like, you, you put an elite receiver with Zay Flowers and Odell and whoever's your wide receiver three with that offense, that's a tough team to beat any day, you know, in my opinion. I'm actually I'm gonna push back on the uh, receiving core downplay a little bit. Uh, I think okay. it's the best. This is the best one he's ever had. And it's the best Andrews, one he's had. Yeah. yeah and, and I think that, like, uh, uh, for years, the knock was like, get this guy some weapons. No wonder he's playing running back. And he beat those allegations. I agree with you. Uh, and, and now that he's got, I, I think that Zay Flowers can turn into that superstar. Uh, we're forgetting that this guy has produced a lot. And he's, he's a, a rookie. rookie. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, he's a rookie. You know, he could take he's that guy, second yeah. year Justin Jefferson leap, right? He could take that. Jamar Chase leap, and we have no – I don't know if they have the offense to give him those numbers, but the role would be superstar receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. very A.J. Brown, Brown on the Titans. Yeah, yeah, very A.J. Brown on the Titans, sort of. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's the guy. We have to respect him in a defensive game plan, and they also have an extra runner in the backfield, which makes it really hard to defend. It's uh, tough. tough. All that to say, though, like – what impressed me the most about this team on Sunday or Saturday uh, was the defense. It was really good. The, the Texans offense has been clicking against everybody. Okay. Let's not act like Cleveland wasn't one of my top three defenses going into the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Like, and they made up, they made, embarrassed them. Right. So the pressure, I, I, I don't really think this was a CJ Stroud, like, Disaster no, he actually class. looked good. I think he He's looked in the fine. circumstance. He yeah, looked all right. I, I think that what was astonishing to me was like the Texans were so committed, as they should be, to running the football. And they've yeah. had success with it recently. And the Ravens aren't like stellar against the run, right? They're kind of middle of the road. Yeah. There's some statistics you can point to and say, oh, you know, they're actually bottom tier. And some statistics you can point to, though. Top tier. Look, all I know is they're not the worst. They're not the best, but they have gotten beat in the run game a couple times this year. And that's been so the Texans, I think their game plan coming in was just a little like, hey, you know, we're we're, we're gonna try and we're, we're gonna try and pound the rock a little bit. They've had success with it. They've been hitting on big runs in the last few weeks. 
and, and very quickly it turned into like, and I think they stuck with it a little too long because the league got too big. And I was like, oh, we got to turn into like CJ Stroud hero ball here. Like, yeah. Um, and, and that is where cool. I, I think a better offensive game plan from the Texans and involved a little more play action, a little more boot, uh, a little more, you know, easier medium, throws, medium passing. Yeah. A little more medium passing, maybe a quick more quick screens, that sort of thing. Extended mm-hmm. runs, RPOs could have had them look better, but I really don't think they're gonna win this. They were gonna win this game on the road in Baltimore. Yeah, um, tough ask, really tough ask to be 10 10 at half, man. Uh, with the special teams touchdown, shout out Houston, uh, massive over even Sims. Yeah, future, future is bright in Houston. Lots to look forward to. It's crazy to me. Let me let me ask you this. Uh, it's crazy. Is this the quickest soft rebuild ever since the Deshaun Watson? Like CJ Stroud, in my opinion, has completely erased that entire thing from this fan base's memory. Yeah. No, I would say when we say rebuild, because a lot of people will classify teams in a rebuilding category for like six and ten, seven and nine. This was bottom of the barrel. Like this was bottom feeder team. And I know that the score is going to say too much, you know, in the sense the Ravens handily won the game. But it's not like when I watched the film and when I was like, I watched this game play by play. Like all Saturday, I was just chilling watching football. CJ Stroud looks like a veteran quarterback in his rookie year. And that is a huge deal going forward because not only Deshaun Watson, as we found out, is not a very, as a person professional, but um, just CJ Stroud, like, what he does for that team, and even you see clips of Miko Ryan's, what he can call out to the defense, like being a middle linebacker that was very elite long time when he played, and he didn't – he retired maybe not even 10 years ago. It might have been like six or seven years ago. I mean, this is a guy who was very relevant. He's up to speed with the game. It's not like you're running back an old-school coach or you got these washed-up coordinators. This is a team that – in my opinion, is like pointing in all the right signs right now. You got a quarterback on a rookie deal that looks way farther ahead than we thought coming out of Ohio State. You got a coach that's coaching like a veteran coach, and he's a rookie. Like, this is some stuff that, like, a Packers-Texans Super Bowl is not something I'm going to, like, put all my money on, but it's also one of those things where, like, all right, both those teams are going to contend next year. Because they were nine and eight with a bunch of kids. Like I'm seeing a lot of Twitter memes about <laughs> baby Packers. Like those teams, you, you're gonna give them two or three wins. You're at twelve. Like that's twelve and five. Yeah, and, and, and we're here's going the thing with, with here's yeah. the thing with the with the Packers specifically, and we can pivot into them. Um, Absolutely, they had the two to three wins on the schedule. This is a team that lost to the Raiders and lost to the Falcons. Like and the Broncos. Yeah, and they were two and five. Yep. Like this season was over and they won like seven like out of their seven last nine, seven out of their last yeah. nine going into the playoffs. Then they win a playoff game on the road against the two seed. I, I mean, it, it's like the, the as great as the Texans look and as great as the future looks uh, in, in Houston. And I think it's as bright as it is. There are two shining bright stars in the NFL right now. And that is Houston and Green Bay. And that is CJ Stroud and Jordan Love. Um, these guys have put themselves in the top 10 conversation this year. 
they have put themselves like they've got more to prove, obviously, but I feel like the discourse all year long on this podcast and on Twitter was, man, you know, it just feels like QB play is down across the board. There's not a lot of big names. You got Mahomes, you got Allen, and Burrow was out all year, right? Yeah. QB. Yeah. Like, uh, it really felt like that. And it was like, man, there's just so much turmoil. Basically, it's just this weird transition year. I remember saying this in like preseason in the first couple of weeks, this weird transition year uh, where you had a lot of first year starting quarterbacks. We, we mentioned guys like Desmond Ritter. We mentioned guys like Jordan Love, Sam Howell, guys across the board that were starting for the first time in, in their respective. And then you had guys who had been around on new teams, Derek Carr, Jared Goff is, eh, I guess that doesn't count, but uh, you get my no, point. Yeah. Uh, not to mention Kirk Cousins got hurt. Like it just felt like there was just new faces everywhere. Uh, and I think we've got, we're starting to see a, a restructure in the hierarchy take a form. Uh, and we're seeing some guys like Lamar put themselves above everybody else. Guys like Jordan Love and CJ Stroud join the conversation. Guys like Mahomes establish themselves as another tier above everybody else ever who's ever come before him at this age right so yeah. um fun time to be an nfl fan fun time to really? be an NFL fan. yeah i mean texans uh, fans i feel like you're more optimistic than cowboys fans absolutely Personally. absolutely <laughs> they've won more playoff games this century than them like I yeah. Did. <laughs> yeah with the jj watt touchdown back in the day i mean this is this is a team that they weren't even healthy, by the way. They, they went yeah. into this game not even healthy. No Tank Dell, no Noah Brown. Ooh, I, I mean, Tank Dell, man, that's they still, I think, need to. I, here's the biggest thing to me that, that makes no sense to me is how Damian Pierce was not like a superstar on this offense this I'm year. I'm so glad you brought that up. I, I literally had Singletary in a deep league and he was getting point. Like, I started him a couple weeks because. I mean that offense was rolling. He had and it's not even it's not even about fantasy. It's not even about fantasy for me. Like this guy was on this team last year. He was, he was a thousand yard rusher. He was, yeah. and what made him a thousand yard rusher was like we saw him in preseason. He got all that like preseason fantasy TikTok hype. Yeah, and I was like, dude, this kid's explosive. He's gonna have nobody competing for touches. Yada yada yada. They bring in Devin Singletary, who's been like middle of the road in Buffalo and, you know, has not found a role anywhere. And yeah. Damian Pierce, when they bring in CJ Stroud and Tank Dell and this offense explodes, gets like left behind. Just weird. A, a weird, a weird case, a weird yeah. film study. I'll probably have to do at some point. Yeah, right. Yeah. One of those, is he not pass blocking enough? Can he not catch? Yeah, it's gotta be something we're missing, but as a runner, it's like, why would you not go with Damian Pierce? That is so definitely does, my, Tune. To sum it up, brightest future in the AFC, in my opinion, Houston Texans. That that, yeah. that is that includes everybody who's still alive. Uh, brightest future, uh, and it's because of one man. Honestly, uh, you know, future. Uh, I, I think there's a two. I'll add D'Amico in there. Okay, yeah, D'Amico's yeah. D'Amico's fair. I was talking about players, but yeah, um, people, you know, people are right when they say the NFL rosters don't reload. Guys, you know, it's tough to get the same group ever together. Uh, very, very, very true. But when you've got a quarterback and a coach duo that are going to be there for years, you can count on a decent level of consistency. I Tom Brady and Belichick forever. Mahomes. 20 years, yeah. Um, speaking of young quarterback head coach duos, the Green Bay Packers, 
fall mm. short in Santa Clara to the Niners. Uh, your immediate thoughts on this game? Uh, well, just for everybody, man, like every fan, 49ers, Cowboys who are trying to either soft hate on us because we got knocked out too, even though we beat them, or just screw them. Like, whatever the case may be, at around the nine-minute mark in the fourth quarter, probably most people in Vegas were under the assumption the Packers were going to the Super Bowl. We were up 21-7. to Aaron Jones ripped off a big run. Anders Carlson was in field goal range. And we didn't get it done. And as frustrating as, like, I literally, like, the LeBron meme against Celtics where he's, like, on the floor. Like, I had one of those, bro. <laughs> After the pick, I'm like, no. <laughs> like, you just, you gut-wrenching. But it was not even an hour later where I was able to go to bed at peace because – Statistically, especially in the last half of the season, Jordan Love was the best quarterback. But overall for the season, you got to put him in the top 10. And when you look at, we talk about the brightest futures going into the rebuilds. Yeah, he had a Favre-esque throw to end that. But also, if we get a Favre-esque career out of Jordan Love, I'm not upset. If you understand what I'm saying with this, like the quarterback we saw, the entire quarterback play that we've seen this season, and respectfully to Brock Purdy throughout that game, didn't look great. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, there was a couple throws. Yeah, he touched down a Kittle. Yeah, they won the game. But, like, you saw Nick Bosa at the end. Of the, like, he came off when Dre Greenlaw got the pick. Nick Bosa, like, fell to his knees and was like, oh, like, happy they escaped. And that was at home against our team that is 9 and 8. Half of our guys on the – they're rookies. Like, it's not even like, oh, they're no names. No. Like, half We're paying Aaron Rodgers like 35 mil to be a Jet. <laughs> literally. Literally. And David Bakhtiari to get some popcorn and chill and cheer on the team. Like, I love it that we're able to do this. But imagine next season, we're going to have so much salary cap freed up. We're going to fill out any hole we got in the roster. We're going to draft whatever we – you know, they have backup RB2. Maybe you get another pass rusher in there. Receiver-wise, I'm kind of just curious to see an entire offseason with this team. A healthy Christian Watson with Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, Romeo Dobbs. Like, we're getting 2011 Packer vibes with the receiver room, and I love it. I mean, except there's no Donald Driver. Like, everybody's young, and we're going to pop off. So, I, as bad as, like, gut red is like, wow, we lost to the Niners again. And it was only by three points. Our kicker, we probably need to bring in some competition. The outlook of next season, though, is like sky's the limit. I know I'm going to be that guy that this is our year. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. And I don't care because, honestly, like, we're going to have some guys that are going to take a leap. Whether it's Jaden Reed going crazy or Dontavian Wicks. Got two rookie tight ends that were outperforming half the NFL, like, this team, if you've not been paying attention, um, I feel like at this point it's got people's attention. And it's going to be a lot of talk in the offseason. Um, but I'll pass the floor to you, man. I'll stop the uh, Packers, you know, just. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a tale of two cities, man. You sound like me for the last 20 weeks, and I'm about to sound like you for the last 20 weeks. Like, we have completely flip-flopped. I am just at a point where going into the game as a, you know, diehard, I'll use diehard Packers, right? Going Mm -hmm. into the game, and I still agree with this take. 
happy with the season win or lose. We yeah. were supposed to win six games. I have said that all year. I have said when we were two and five, I said Jordan Love has already shown me enough. Uh, we're gonna win six or seven games, and the, you know that's enough for me. We, he's the guy we resign him. Then we win seven of nine, go to the playoffs, beat Dallas, and you know lose a heartbreaker because of a kicker um, and a horrible spot on a fourth down and a third down to, to of course, the 49ers. Um, Love it. Love yeah. So all that to say this, like, part of me agrees. A large part of me agrees. Future sure. is extremely bright, right? Sure. It, it's not It's not a hot take. It, I had to wear shades take. to work today, man. It was dark when I went in. I wear shades. Like, anytime I brought the Packers, it was just too bright. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I get the dad joke jab in there. Oh my gosh. It it just it, it's it's it, I agree, but I also realize opportunities are very limited. And this was a year we were playing like the best team in the NFC. Could we beat mm-hmm. Baltimore on their best day? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But anything can happen. And you're telling me we get the Lions at in Detroit, we're not going to go in there and beat them again? I mean, yeah. we, we embarrassed Detroit the last time we played them. In, the, like, in Detroit. In Detroit. On games, by the way. Yeah. Um, so it, it would have been the ultimate turkey leg revenge tour. It really would have. Um, and I just... I recognize that this roster is not going to be the same. I recognize that sometimes I've been a Packers fan for a long time. And sometimes my expectations don't pan out. Um, And what made this year so unique was the low expectations and the surpassing of them. And I feel like that lightning in a bottle might be Mm. expired come this come, come September. And the expectations are going to be win the division go to the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden we're right back where we were at the end of Rodgers' career. Now, this is a little different because you don't have a guy in his late 30s trying to get one more ride. Yeah. You have a long career ahead of him, hopefully, you know, God willing. And so Mm -hmm. there are differences, and this is the youngest team in football. I see both sides of the coin. But – as I said after the game, I would have rather gotten blown out. I'd feel way better if we'd gotten blown out by the Niners. And I'm like, really? well, you know, we're just not ready yet, but we're we're very close. Now it's like we probably should have won that game, and we probably can. We know we can beat the Lions. Mm-hmm. We just missed a chance to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, and, and there's just a realism to it. I I I I don't know. I digress. I. I it was a rough weekend for me, man. Um, yeah. you know, two teams it's a fair take side. because really, I think what you're the, the closing, or I think the cap to your argument might be, we're starting to sound like back or the Cowboys in the sense that. No, oh, we're not that we're, bad. Maybe we're not, not that, that bad, bad, but it has been four straight. We've dropped the Niners in the playoffs. Let me add something though. Let me add something to end this argument on a good note. We okay. talked in okay. the preseason pod about the Super Bowl logo uh, conspiracy theory. We did. We did. It's coming up again. All right. Say what it's you want. We got purple soon. and red. It could happen. 
Do you know what color the logo is next year? There's green and purple. Green and purple, baby. Ooh. Do you know where the Super Bowl is next year? New Orleans. New Orleans. Remember the last time the logo was green and purple and the Super Bowl was in New Orleans? The pack took back the Lombardi, baby. Super Bowl 31. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. and, and, and. That Super Bowl was in 1996. 14 yeah. years later, Aaron Rodgers leads them to the Super Bowl victory. It's been 14 years since next year, since Super Bowl 45. So essentially, the NFC team's going to be us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Basically confirmed. (laughs) Confirmed. Ravens repeat, maybe. Um, Yeah, we'll we'll shut that down. We will will see. But uh, jokes aside, Packers' future is very bright. I think they've got some question marks. You know, you got to extend love. Uh, Aaron, Important Jones, offseason. Aaron Jones has to be on the roster. Uh, let me ask you this, uh, Niners side of things. Um, concerned? Define concern. Because I, I think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl, but I don't think they're beating the Ravens. That's uh, why I, I like I, I don't know if they beat Detroit if they play like that. that. And that's fair. I, I think at home for – they, Dude, they look bad. Take. They, they look might have bad. Really weak, weaker home field advantages because it's outdoors. That's not a hard take. Not a hard it, take. like you know what I mean. Like it's outdoors. It's pretty much dome weather. Like there's nothing special about it. They don't steam extremely loud. Um, so one it's more thing that one thing that made me feel better as a Packers fan is I felt like we played really good on all facets of the game besides yeah. the last play or last drive. Uh, and I felt like they played bad. Agreed. Right? They so if they, they, if they play special. if they play good, they probably roll us. Um, I do want to add this before we move on as well and move into predictions and whatnot. Uh, for everyone freaking out about the Jordan Love interception, how quickly can you really forget that this team played four straight elimination games, week 17, mm-hmm. week 18, and the wild card round. And he was excellent for 3.95 of those games he yeah. made one mistake one mistake uh in the rain bad throw horrible decision no no i mean very far esque throw don't disagree uh but yeah. this man over the last that stretch of games through to close out the regular season threw 20 touchdowns and one interception i know he threw two one was a tip ball but it was a bad ball so i know he threw two um but to win on the road against the number one seed those people that say you have to play good and be aggressive are correct you cannot go into the red zone three times and walk away with three points. You cannot drop pick sixes. You cannot uh, somehow fumble freaking uh, kick returns. I know we got it yeah. back. But hey. uh, you cannot throw interceptions, and you cannot miss field goals in the fourth quarter. Like, Packers didn't really deserve to win when you put it all on the table. Um, I also agree with Matt LaFleur's decision to go for it on fourth and one in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think that that was a first down on both third and fourth down. (laughs) Um, Right. I don't know what was going on there, and that was atrocious. Don't really know if it impacted the game that much, other than three points, right? Uh, If he he makes it. If he he hits it. So we can pivot. I don't – we'll get to Niners-Lions, so I'll I'll refrain from my takes there. But Lions and Bucks, your thoughts? 
good run for Baker, man. Um, I don't know. I, I don't even really have like a crazy like takeaway on this game. It was kind of predictable what I thought would happen. Maybe concerned a, a tad a bit about just – I say I'm concerned about defenses, but, like, the Packers defense I'd be more concerned about than the Lions. And so, like, going into San Fran, I don't think the Lions crazy amount to be worried about. I just thought it was weird just being a football guy and the amount of times I've gone through the situation of why the Buccaneers didn't call that last time out. Thank you. Thank like, you. I, I, saw, was, I didn't even real. I, I didn't catch the end of the game. I was didn't out, either. I, but I, I saw it on Twitter, it. and I was like, why didn't they do this? What was going on? Because what the heck? Yeah, it, it didn't. Because even if you're like, yeah, I think we lost this one, at least let them kick the field goal. If you're really going to go down that way where you're just, you just want to end the game, let them hit the field goal and bring it to two scores, and then you throw a pass to guys inbound, it's game over. But to kind of just give it up like that was weird to me. Led by, like, a Baker team. I know it was probably a Todd Bowles, like, management decision or whatever. But that just was odd. It was very odd, especially when we saw what happened to Anders Carlson and Ty Bass. No three points is a given, especially in the playoffs. I uh, fully agree. Very predictable outcome. Um, When it's all said and done, and let's say the Lions do go, um, Pretty easy ride. <laughs> yeah, Nine, Niners would be a, that, but yeah. Niners would be a legit win, mm-hmm. but Bucks and um, why am I blanking on who they play? The Rams at Washington. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got your washed quarterback you traded away. It's a good yeah. story, but they should have won that. Um, happy for Detroit, man. Two playoff wins in home this year. Uh, that's yeah. legit. Uh, Over Dave thirty Campbell. years since they've been in this situation. Yeah, uh, championship. Um, Opportunities are fleeting, man. I hope they. I hope they go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because this sake. everything went right for them this year, and uh, you know they didn't have to deal with Kirk Cousins Vikings winning ten ish games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Packers were down earlier in the year uh, yep. and came roaring back, but they had already clinched the division. Um, just, just hope they capitalize, man. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be the only um, year, really. I mean, they're going to be good for a long time, right? I think they'll continue to – Dan Campbell's teams will continue to make the playoffs, but both coordinators are interviewing for head coaching jobs currently. I love Jared Goff, but I don't love Jared Goff. You know what I mean? I I do. I do like Super Bowls. Um, Jared Goff, by the way, has a chance to break the streak of the last, like, 17 quarterbacks or something like that. Of guys who lost their first Super Bowl debut and never got back. Um, Goes all the way back to, like, past Steve McNair. Like, it it goes way back. Deep, yeah, Um, really deep. Guys guys who, Boomer Esiason, I think, might be the the first one of the streak where uh, went to one and and never made it back. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think it goes back to the 80s, and it's like 17 or 19 straight. Losing Super Bowl quarterbacks in their debut never make it back to the Super Bowl. So Jared Goff, chance to break the streak. Um, Chiefs Bills, man. Chiefs Bills. This is this is where. Oh man, Sweat me and Scott brought out a lot of this unfair is... comparisons, in my opinion. Unfair. The kick was identical. 
no, 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 no. That I'm not talking about. I'm talking the Josh Howen, like, torrential amounts. <laughs> hey, times. I mean, there was a meme. It was Let like, me just establish something. versus Josh Allen, and it was Tom Brady and Philip Rivers. Like, I love Phil Rivers, man, but he's not Josh Allen. <laughs> Let me just establish something. Uh, a, a distaste I have for sports media at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We do not have to take every single game and use it ever played, ever, ever, including the regular season, by the way. We do this in the regular season. We don't have to take every game and use it as a chance to change the narrative around a player. Every time yeah. they play, right? Josh Allen does not become the worst quarterback of all time because his special teams puts 10, 12 people on the field against Denver and they lose the game in whatever yeah. week that was. Josh Allen does not become not a top two quarterback because he lost to Mahomes at home because his kicker missed a field goal after he put him in position to make the field goal. Like, yeah. I, 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 it, it, oh, gosh. Um, for some reason, this hurt more than the Packers game. I don't know why I got so attached to this Bills team throughout the year. I really – I rode them hard, predicted the division title. Yeah. Um, and, and the ghost of Scott Norwood, man, that kick. I, I, I wasn't alive in 1990, but my dad was. And um, yeah, I've seen the tapes. The kick looked identical. Right hash and everything. Where starts out down the middle, then just dusts to the right. Why right little... missed it? Yeah. And then Romo goes, why right? Why right? And I was like, ah! And, and then you just, Romo. oh my gosh. I, I mean, right. here's the weird part about this game. I, I really feel like, similar to the Packers game, the Bills were the better team, like all day. Yeah, and the That's Chiefs. Thing. And I, 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 my hatred for Kansas City has actually reached a new level. Uh, we can discuss that later on. But let me just establish well, that if we have to deal with a Taylor Swift Super Bowl, I might retire from watching football. <laughs> I mean, if the if the Lions weren't in the NFC Championship, I don't know if I'd watch the next two weeks of football. There's not a t- the Ravens are mid where I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll watch them. I hate the freaking 49ers with a burning passion and have since Kaepernick embarrassed us when I was yeah. a, child, a young yeah. child, right? So that that's not gross. new. That's not new. It just grows. The Chiefs, can we have a discussion before we dive into this game? How did a team in like a span of three years go from one of the most likable, up and coming, young, new dynasty teams? To I hate them more than I hated the Patriots. Because they bought into exactly what you just said. They feel like they're a dynasty. Like, and even when the refs are treating them as such, they keep getting these like, I don't want to say bailout, but like, geez, man, like we got robbed of a great OT game because of a kicker. Like that those things bug me because it's gonna be such a knock on Josh Allen that team when like they were right there. Like they were literally right there. I would even actually turn some of the blame to their OC because I felt that game, they didn't stretch the ball enough. I understand their running game was rolling, but in the second it half, really, it really you disappeared could have done a lot in the second of play half. Action. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have the ultimate rollout weapon in Josh Allen. You roll that guy out and there's a guy behind him, he's probably going to break the first guy. It's tacked. Like, that, that's where I'm like, you could have – Diggs has been 
like absent the entire second half of the season. I have a stat. I have a stat regarding Steph Diggs. I would love to hear it because I think part of that is you go from a guy who's pass happy and Ken Dorsey to maybe this OC was better for the team's sake, but geez, Diggs has got and he's been an Alcatraz since. Let me establish something. Uh, The OC change was better for the team, and how many how many weeks did we harp? For years, did we harp on this podcast? The Bills have to find a run game that isn't Josh Allen hero ball and Josh Allen scrambling for 80 yards. And sure enough, this, in my opinion, was the best Bills team. The best. And why I felt like they they were going to beat them because they were gashing them in the run game for three quarters. And for some reason, they just started stacking the box and they couldn't. I was like, all right, guys, like the run game's not there. Like, let's just open it up. Open it up. (laughs) Go to the check downs. Go, go, you know, you just still don't have to push it down the field. Just just open them up and, and yep. keep the throw simple. And for whatever reason, man, it, it just didn't happen. The so play calling uh, felt scared, in my opinion. It, it felt like very conservative, scared play calling to me when your quarterback is the opposite of that. Josh Allen will run over five guys, man. Like, if, if Diggs is wide open down there, Josh Allen's finding him. I, I right. think uh, I can't find the tweet, but I have the 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 stat basically memorized. Mm-hmm. Um, the last since the OC change, I believe. Okay, yep. uh, Khalil Shakir three hundred and like fifty yards receiving, uh, thirty targets. Stephon Diggs three hundred and like eighty yards receiving, eighty targets. Wow. So it ain't like they were getting him the ball. It ain't like they weren't trying to get him the ball. Mm. I think he's washed. (laughs) There's a part of me, man. I'd have to film check that. I will have to film check it as well. But there's a there's that's my hot take. The kid might be washed, but Mm. and Shakir might be the the guy. Yeah, he might be the guy. Uh, and he was that guy, that third down guy, the whole back half of the year, the whole back half of the year. Um, and this, 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 this game sucks. Talk about man. This game really sucked. Um, the Chiefs. We talked about them being a dynasty and all this stuff. Uh, look, Teddy Bruschi said it best on the America's game for the 2003 Patriots, the four, the third Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the 2004 Patriots. Sorry. Uh, he tells the story of him sitting on the plane next to Troy Brown and he turns to Troy Brown. They're like playing checkers chess, whatever. And he's like, yo, Troy, if we win this year, they'll call us a dynasty. And what was significant about that is that it was three championships out of four. I don't care how many freaking AFC championships you go to in a row. My personal definition of a dynasty is three rings. That is three in like five years is where I'll like draw that line. The Warriors are very close to not a dynasty, but they they are. They are a dynasty because they Mm -hmm. went like five in a row. They won three and six or whatever, like, you know. 15, 17, 18 yeah. is, enough for a, is enough for a dynasty for me. Uh, but, like, 22 is, like, in its own world. The other stretch of dynasty to me is, like, the Chicago Blackhawks 
where it was like okay. 2010, 2013, 2015. It's like, I guess that's a dynasty. Yeah. I would be more inclined to like call it a good run. Um, I classify the Patriots dynasty as like two separate things. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like a 1A and a 1B for them. Yeah, so, you know, dynasty is a very loose term. Let's establish something right now. The Chiefs are not a dynasty yet. Okay. A home if they win this dynasty, year, how do you feel? Uh, that That is what I think propels them into it. Oh. Uh, but they won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they won't. I refute, dude. Yeah. Oh Can't acknowledge it. Honest to God. Honest to God. If I am watching the Super Bowl and the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, and first off, if they're playing the freaking 49ers again, I probably won't be watching because I can't bear to watch that Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's a bad rematch. If the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl and Usher is out there at halftime and he brings out Taylor Swift, I will break my television. I am <laughs> so <laughs> exactly, exactly. Who let fans out on there? Like, I, 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 the NFL, oh. the NFL will have lost everything to me. I will probably retire. I'll continue on the podcast. I'll make my predictions. I won't watch the games. I will just, you know, I may, maybe what I'll do is I'll just start only watching film. <laughs> That's how I'll watch football. All 22, NFL Plus subscription, no commentary, delete Twitter, just raw football. And that's all we listen to. No narratives, no nothing. Um, because I, I – I, oh, man. Can't do it, man. You just can't uh, do I, it. I think the Chiefs for me – I'm on a major rant right now. But the Chiefs for me, they flipped the switch on that stupid uh, James Bradbury holding call last year in the Super Bowl. That that was the oh, final yeah, the final straw. A year later, still like uh, it's an issue, and um, and, and this one, look, they they beat the Bills straight up. Like they didn't get any ref crap out of this. I'm not saying that this was a bailout for Mahomes. I thought the pass interference was major sus, but they went three and out after that, anyways, because ball don't lie. So, um, I, the Bills, this was their chance, and they did. They just didn't capitalize. I don't, okay, you know, I, I'm not going to make excuses for the Bills. I, I think they should have made the kick, but you missed the kick. You didn't capitalize. I think the offense just appeared in the fourth quarter. I'm glad but, you bring that up, man. We, we bring up conspiracy theories. We're the least paid on average positions in the NFL. Like, who, in your opinion, could benefit the most from a bribe? <laughs> As we... Run that ball further with the color thing we already pointed out and the fact that some of these teams change kickers all the time. But, like, the stable teams, like the Patriots, have Vinatieri. The Chiefs have Harrison Butker. I'm just – I'm starting to connect Stop some dots. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Maybe nothing. Maybe trying to draw a constellation that's not there. But – uh I would, you know what? If that's true, yeah, I'd love to be Scott Norwood at the preseason in 1989 when he picks up the season script. It's like, love, oh, yeah. Oh, I get to live the next six decades in misery and then public shame. Yay, yay me. No amount of money could ever compensate me properly for this, but sure, I'll miss the kick. Like, well, I'll go off grid. I mean. <laughs> Oh, uh, it'd be gosh. quite a bargain for the NFL if that was real. But uh, um, man, and I don't believe the logo color conspiracy really. No, it's, it's so fun to do. It's though. Really it's freaking so weird. I will admit, 
if the Ravens and the Niners do go, I will be slightly concerned. Yeah, I, I will single-handedly stop this because don't so be on the keychain for the panic button. <laughs> that's where it will be at. Okay, putting in a, a Packers Ravens futures if that's the case this year. Like <laughs> that's uh, or maybe Philly may have to throw any green NFC team in there. Philly, but uh, look, yeah. I, I, that that concludes my recap for Bills Chiefs. Heartbroken. Yeah. Uh, hurt more because of the Bills cap situation, and this felt like the year. Josh Allen's cap goes from 18 mil this year to 47 next year. Um, his extension kicks in. Yeah, it, it ain't good for the Bills. Um, they're going to have to reload, restructure. Are the Bills still contenders in my mind? Yes, they have Josh Allen. They're in the same boat as – I say this every year, right? They're in the same boat as – uh, the Packers were forever with Aaron Rodgers, right? Can and they the win the Super? Yeah, can they win the Super Bowl this year? Is Aaron Rodgers on the roster? Yes. Okay, the Packers can win the Super Bowl this year. Same for the Bills, right? All the 2010s with the Packers. I think Stephen A. Smith said that. He would say that every year. He's like, do they have Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, they can win the Super Bowl, right? So yeah, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about the Bills. I'll leave my Mahomes takes forever for 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 next week or for whenever he fails. But uh, yeah. I, I respect the game. Right, I respect the game. I don't know how this team is in the AFC Championship. They're they're horrible. Uh, worst Chiefs team, worst Chiefs team I've seen under Patrick Mahomes, and here they are. So, mass impressive performance. First road win in his playoff career, impressive. Um, but going on the road into Baltimore next year, I'm or next week, I'm taking the Ravens. Me too. Yeah, no, I think we're our picks are actually be pretty quick here. Just uh, I'm, fact, taking, but... I'm taking the. I'm going to root for the Lions. I'm going to take the Niners. Yeah, I am as well. I know I'm on my records shocked, so I'm just trying to make up wins at this point. It's going to be yeah, a 49ers yeah. Ravens Super Bowl, and I got the Ravens winning. It's going to call it right now. <laughs> Lamar's, Lamar's going to get enough. it done. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I was three and one last week. You were one and three. You <laughs> asterisk next to that because you took some teams because you took the opposite. Oh, um, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, got so that. That puts me at 164 and 111. You're 155 and 120. Um, the record of 170 picks is safe. The most I can get to is 167. Um, so we will both be worse this year than our previous year. Both be worse. So which tracks? It was a tough year. It was a very weird year, especially quarterback. Weird year. Um, but we're back on schedule. Today's Monday. This episode will be out by Tuesday. So uh, we're back on schedule. We'll remain on the schedule throughout the offseason. Uh, unless something changes, we'll make an announcement. But yeah. as always, thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to check us out on TikTok, Twitter, getting new stuff going up on YouTube and stuff. So uh, we'll be back next Monday for championship game recap. I don't know what we're going to do for a Pro Bowl recap. Probably just do a Super Bowl preview pod, honestly. Um, oh, my God, yeah. And maybe, maybe save, just do only championship game recaps and then maybe – some other end of the year rankings position yeah, yeah we'll do some, some fun yeah something like that uh and then we'll do a super bowl preview pod with something else fun as well so uh be sure to check us out on everything else and as always thanks for listening guys see you next week Peace.